Focus Podcast, helping believers to lose weight, restore their image, and live healthy, abundant lives. For more information, contact Natalie at imageandfocus.com. Now here's your host, Natalie Rose. Welcome to another episode of Image and Focus Podcast. Hi, I'm Natalie, your host. In today's episode, we will discuss 12 fall vegetables to incorporate into your diet this fall. On average, Americans consume about one cup of vegetables a day when it's recommended at least uh, at least to consume four to five servings a day, which equates to two and a half cups of vegetables a day. Vegetables are low in calories with 25 calories calories per serving, especially if eaten raw, steamed, or blanched without any added fat. With a serving of fat or ex- like butter or extra virgin olive oil, it bumps that up to 70 calories per serving. Still pretty low. If you have an aversion to vegetables, you're a person that dislikes vegetables greatly, then you should try roasting them. Roasting vegetables bring out their natural flavor and their natural sugars, making them tastier. Now, let's get into these 12 fall vegetables you should be consuming this fall. First one is arugula, a green leafy vegetable which is traditionally available from spring to fall. It is considered a cruciferous vegetable, which is high in antioxidants that have cancer-fighting or cancer-suppressing benefits. My favorite way of eating arugula is either dressed with a lemon and olive, extra virgin olive oil dressing with some salt and pepper, or on a sandwich or in a panini. When I was in Italy, I had a panini that had arugula with ricotta cheese and mozzarella cheese, and it was so delicious. The next vegetable is beets. They're typically available from midsummer to late fall and well into the winter because they store well. They're high in fiber and folate, manganese. Folate helps to produce red blood cells and also keep other help to develop and keep other cells healthy manganese vitamin c potassium and magnesium beets are great in salads or juiced pairs well with goat feta and ricotta cheese as well as walnuts they're also great to add to soups. And I know um, in the Dominican culture, they uh, like to add beets to their potato salad. So, and it's also good. I tried it before and it's really tasty. So with beets, my personal favorite, I like them roasted because it brings out its natural flavor. And I add them to a salad with some pears and some blue cheese and a nice vinaigrettes and I'm set. The next vegetable are parsnips. Parsnips, they look like white carrots, but they're starchy. They're high in fiber, potassium, calcium, iron, and vitamin C, as well as folate. 
It pairs well with warm spices like ginger, nutmeg, cinnamon, curry, and cardamom, as well as brown sugar and maple syrup. I personally love them roasted with golden beets with a little bit of olive oil and salt and pepper. The next broccoli uh, vegetable is broccoli. Available now to late fall, but I know you get to see them year round, but they're best they're at its best peak during the uh, early fall to late fall. Uh, broccoli is considered a cruciferous vegetable. It's high in anti-inflammatory properties, high in antioxidants to protect against a number of different cancers from cervical cancer way to prostate cancer. Is the, broccoli is a powerhouse when it comes to fighting off uh, cancerous cells. It's also high in fiber, protein, vitamin A, vitamin C, folate, iron, potassium, they're great roasted. I know most people like them steamed or boiled, but they're great roasted with some garlic. Or you can do a quick blanching of them and then saute them with garlic and ginger, and that is phenomenal. The next vegetable that you should be including this fall into your diet are Brussels sprouts. Again, another cruciferous vegetable that have high cancer-fighting properties. They are available from fall into the winter. They're high in vitamin C and vitamin K. It's a, they also have high anti-inflammatory properties. They're high in fiber, so they will keep you fuller, longer. Folate, magnesium, manganese, and also vitamin B12. So if you're a vegan, B12 is one of those vitamins that you will lack because typically B12 is found in meat or meat products like your eggs and dairy. And so since most vegans, they don't eat the consume those, you will need to either take a B12 supplement or you can do take the supplement in addition to having Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts are great in salads or roasted. That's my personal favorite. Or you can saute them with some bacon and shallots. That's also a great way to have them. And... And they're just tasty. Celery is another fall vegetable that you should include into your your diet. I know typically celery is used as a snack, like with peanut butter or with peanut butter and raisins for ants on the log. But celery is very, um, and also I know people add them to like their either potato salad or their tuna salad. But celery has so much more to it besides that. You can add them to soups and stews, to sauces. It's an aromatic, so it adds so much flavor to soups and sauces. You It's also high in antioxidants, so it helps with that oxidative stress when you're working out, so you can replenish your um, your antioxidant stores within your body. 
There, It's also high in vitamin A and vitamin B, and it's also high in water content. So it helps you to stay hydrated as well. The next fall vegetable that you should include into your diet are winter squashes. I know it says winter squashes, but it doesn't mean that they they are uh, harvested during the winter time. It's just to distinguish between the summer squashes, which are your yellow squashes and zucchini. So with winter squashes, you look for smooth skin without any blemishes or soft spots. So our first winter squash or fall squash is acorn squashes. They are small squashes that are green with orange or yellow stripes or splotches on them. They are sweet and uh, in flavor. So they're great for baking and stuffing. I personally like to cut them in half to make them like little cups and I will put some butter, and cinnamon, nutmeg, and some either brown syrup or maple, I mean brown sugar or maple syrup in them and bake them off that way. The next one is buttercup squash. So with a buttercup squash, they are green skin with that has a turban shape. Normally you find these at farmers markets. They are great baked or mashed. The next one is Delectica. They are oblong with a yellow or orange shape or uh, color, and they look like mini footballs with stripes. They taste like a combination of like a sweet potato, corn, or and squash. It also has a thin skin, which means you don't have to peel them. Just wash the skin very well, and then you can they're great roasted or add them to soups and stews with the skin on. Dumpling, uh, dumpling squash, also known as carnival squashes or little, they look like mini uh, pumpkins. They're cute little squashes that come in a variety of colors, whether they're white, orange, or green, with or without stripes. They're usually sold as decorative pumpkins, but you can, or squashes, I should say, but they look like pumpkins, mini pumpkins. They can be baked, grilled, or steamed. Then the next squash that is available that you should try this fall is kabocha squash or pumpkin some people call them a pumpkin they are there are several varieties of this form of winter squash but are typically green or gray green sold cut up into hunks at grocery stores because they are very very large <laughs> um, and also they are have a very tough exterior so they have a very tough shell they're best roasted or boiled as a side or added to soups and stews. Butternut squash, which is I think the most one of the most famous of the winter squashes, is a bulb shape that is typically have a tan or a dark beige skin. Very versatile. You can do a lot with butternut squash. You can roast them, bake them, steam them, saute them, add them to soups stews, rice dishes, pasta dishes, 
um, use them to make tacos. You can mash them, puree them, add them to your lasagna. It's endless when it comes to butternut squash. You can also make a sauce, make sauces out of butternut squash. And then the last of the winter squashes is uh, spaghetti squash. They're Spaghetti squash is a light yellow football shape uh, squash, also known as a vegetable spaghetti. Best roasted, cut in half, and then you rake out the cooked flesh and it resembles strands of spaghetti, hence why the name spaghetti squash. Spaghetti squash is great as a replacement for pasta if you want to maintain your um, calories and you want to get more fiber in and or more vegetables in so instead of having spaghetti and meatballs with regular uh, pasta spaghetti you can replace the pasta spaghetti with the spaghetti squash and that's very tasty I have had it myself or you can see there's some recipes out there where you can stuff the spaghetti squash with meat and sauce and cheeses and um, bake it off like that and then you have a meal in it of itself and then all you have to do is scoop it out and put it on a plate. Winter squashes are available now to late November. They're high in antioxidants um, due to their yellow and or orange flesh. Um, they're also high in vitamin A, B6, vitamin C, potassium, and fiber, which is going to help you keep you fuller longer so that you're eating, you're only eating, um, you're eating less or not as frequently as you would if you had like a refined carb. The next vegetable is garlic. So garlic bulbs are available now to late November. Yes, you see them all year round, but usually they're harvested during this time um, to late November. And the ones that you see all year round are usually coming from other countries like China or uh, Argentina or Spain. Garlic can be roasted or it can be confit, which is basically cooking it in a, um, submerging it into oil or a fat and then baking it in the oven until it's super soft and mashable is and then from there you can use that as a spread on your bread or you can add that to your mashed potatoes or you can add it to create a roasted garlic vinaigrette for your for your salads or even just to dress cooked vegetables or steamed vegetables, which is very tasty. Garlic is used as an aromatic in sauces and stews and soups and paste. Um, it's used to with uh, cooking vegetables and beans and meats and poultries and sausages. And for some of you garlic lovers, there there is actually garlic ice cream. So they even make garlic ice cream. So garlic is has been used for centuries um, in cooking, and it has as well as for medical um, properties as well. 
And so it's known to be high antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal, and anti-inflammatory properties. It's also high in antioxidants and cancer-fighting properties. It also supports good heart, brain, and joint health. So if you have any form of heart disease or suffer with dementia and or Alzheimer's and or have arthritis, garlic is your friend. The next fall vegetable to include is kale. Kale is available now until spring. Um, it likes the cool weather, so you, you'll typically see kale from the fall, winter, and then into the spring. They pref- um, Kale is a very versatile green that lends to you can do pretty much anything to it, kind of like with the butternut squash. Uh, it's great as making a chip. You can add it to your smoothies, stir fries, saute it with garlic, roast them, or you can massage them and eat them raw as your lettuce um, in place of lettuce in a salad. You can add them to soups, stews, potatoes, beans, rices, and even make them uh, make a kale pesto. Kale is excellent source of vitamin A, C, E, and K. Um, also have high levels of antioxidants such as beta carotene. It's also anti-inflammatory, have anti-inflammatory properties, um, cancer-fighting properties as well. And if you consume a cup of kale, you get three grams of fiber. So kale is a powerhouse, which hence why it's a superfood. Next vegetable is pumpkin. So pumpkin is usually available early fall to late fall. Look for pumpkins that are heavy for their weight and has a firm skin without any mushy or black spots. You can make obviously pumpkin into pie or have pumpkin cookies but you also can add them to smoothies. That's what I use. I like to add pumpkin puree into my smoothies and that's so very tasty. Um, I also make soups out of them out of the pumpkin puree. You can also roast the pumpkin, mash them in place of like mashed potatoes. You can have mashed pumpkin. You can add them to your pasta dishes like a spinach pumpkin lasagna. And then you can also have your quick breads, like your pumpkin breads and pumpkin muffins and that sort of thing. But let's not forget, you can also use the pumpkin seeds. So pumpkin seeds are, you can easily roast them and have them as a quick, healthy snack. Pumpkin seeds are rich in vitamin A, fiber, I mean, sorry, Pumpkins are rich in vitamin A, fiber, vitamin C, and potassium. And then pumpkin seeds are are high in iron and manganese, vitamin K, and protein, as well as omega-3s. So they are another sort, plant-based source of omega-3s. Next vegetable is turnips. So turnips are especially the mature ones are available now to December, but you can also get the baby turnips during the spring and summer time. Those are typically sweeter just because of they're young. Um, 
but the mature turnips that you see now, they they are um, they typically are bitter, and people t- typically don't like them because of the bitterness. But I have I have advice for you so that you can still enjoy them and not be uh, not have to worry about the bitterness. So turnips are a two tone bulb that is purple on top and white on the bottom. They're typically mistaken for rutabagas, which are the Sweden turnip um, from Sweden. And those are much bigger and they are purple on top, but they have more of like a beige or um, yellow bottom. So they're similar in look if you're not familiar, but they're totally different because of the size and the color Um, because rutabakers are purple on top with like a yellow bottom or beige-like bottom and not white. It's best to buy turnips from the farmer's market um, than from the store because the store conventional bought or conventional turnips are heavy with a use of pesticides. So if you buy the turnips from the farmer's market, you won't get the pesticides. Turnips are can be cooked with their tops, turnip greens, with some cornbread on the side, which is a classic, tasty southern dish. Or you can have turnips mashed or roasted or pureed with celery roots or braised with apples, or you can add them to soups and stews. Turnips have a peppery and bitter flavor, but before cooking it, it's best to slice the turnip in half, and you'll see a yellow line, like about a quarter inch into it, and you peel the turnip beyond that line to prevent the bitterness. So if you do that, you won't have any bitter tasting turnips when you when you cook and consume them. Turnips are rich in vitamin C, B6, and vitamin K. They're also high in fiber and water. So turnip greens, their tops are rich also in vitamin A, C, K, as well as calcium and manganese and folic acid. So it's so this is one vegetable that you can use the whole thing and you'll be good. So you get the greens and the bulb and you'll be set. The last fall vegetable to consume is mushrooms. I know technically mushrooms are not a vegetable, they're technically a fungus, but they're grouped into the vegetable category. There are many varieties of mushrooms out there and so you best when selecting mushrooms you want to look for ones free of slime mold or black spots but dirt is okay because you're going to wipe those off and the best way to clean mushrooms is not to run water over them but to have like a damp kitchen towel and just wipe the dirt and debris off of them mushrooms are available now till late november but most cultivated mushrooms are available year-round it's better to store mushrooms in a paper brown bag for three to four days in a crisper drawer in your refrigerator mushrooms because the paper brown bag 
so that they can breathe as well as um, so they're, they're not exposed to light. Mushrooms are best cooked to get the health benefits that they provide. So don't eat raw mushrooms. If you want to get the health benefits of mushrooms, it's best to cook them. You can saute them, braise them, roast them, grill them, add them to rice or green dishes, pasta dishes. You can add them to sauces, salads, pizzas, add them uh, to cook poultry and meats and fish or sea and or seafood saute them with vegetables add them to soups and stews use them in stuffings add them to eggs quiches and casseroles so as you can see mushrooms are very versatile each mushroom variety has a slightly different nutritional breakdown but most are high in b12 b3 b5 um copper, selenium, phosphorus, and potassium. Shiitake mushrooms are known for their anti-inflammatory properties as well as immune-boosting properties and it's best to cook them as well. And then you have your button mushrooms which are rich in vitamin D and have also have anti-inflammatory or antioxidant properties, sorry. So these are the 12 vegetables you should incorporate into your diet this fall so that you can not only stay on track with your weight loss goals with 25 calories per serving and or 70 calories per serving if you add a serving of fat like butter or olive oil to them, but you'll also reap reap the health benefits of these vibrant fall vegetables. So it's not just about losing weight and staying full, um, but it's also about the other health benefits that are provided by these wonderful, vibrant fall vegetables. I have a new program called the Relapse No More Accountability Program. Doors open this Thursday, September 29th. This program is a six-month program that will help you to stay consistent on your weight loss journey, help you to prioritize time for your weight loss goals so that you're actually accomplishing your goals as well as um, hold you accountable to creating new habits with me being your coach. It's also one-on-one program as well as a group program. So you can see the, so this program is so that you can see the weight loss results you so desire. Click the link in the description box of this episode or DM me at Natalie Rose underscore NDTR to sign up for the wait list. Thank you and God bless.